Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo-Coster. Can you believe that this Tuesday last year, which was April 14th, I released the first three episodes of the e-commerce badassery podcast? April 14th is also my wedding anniversary. In fact, a lot of the important days in my life in the last few years have happened on the 14th. I met my husband on the 14th of December in 2014. Our fourth date, which is the first time we hung out and like cooked at home without the distractions of the outside world or any other entertainment was on the 14th of the month. I think we both knew after that date that this was really going to be a thing. And then when we had the talk and became official, that was on the 14th, We got engaged and married on the 14th too, those last two being pretty intentional. So 14 is kind of my number. And I'm just so grateful for all of you who are always tuning in and sending me such awesome feedback about the show. It's been a real game changer for my business and I really do just love podcasting. And while I only have 54 episodes before this one, I still thought it would be fun to do a best of episode. So whether you're a first timer or an OG who could use a little refresher, I went through my catalog of episodes, the feedback and the wins you've sent me, and I rounded up the most impactful tips, tricks, how-tos, and stories according to you. Now, it would have been really cool to pull the sound bites from these episodes and mash them up in this recording, but truth be told, ain't nobody got time for that. And I just figured you'd be better served by me planning out new content than picking out sound bites from old ones. Priorities, friend. So for this first roundup, I'm going to share the best nuggets from the episodes and let you know where you can go for a refresher or to listen to it for the first time. And one more thing before we jump into it. Since it is my podcast anniversary and all, I'd love if you would give me a review as my anniversary gift. Even if you're not an Apple user, maybe you can borrow a friend's phone for a moment. Just do me that favor and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. I would be so, so grateful. Okay, let's really get into it now. I'm listing out these episodes in numerical order to make it easier for you to follow along and all the links will be in the show notes, or you can just scroll through your podcast player. I always include the episode number in the title. So the first one is the power of email marketing and the must-have email marketing automations for every e-commerce business. To recap that really quick for you, every e-com business should have at least a welcome series, a browse abandonment, a checkout abandonment, a post-purchase, a win-back, and a never purchase series. 
If you haven't updated yours in a while or you don't have all of them, check out episode three for all the deets. And if you're super new to email marketing overall, definitely start out with episode two where I break down my badass email marketing framework to help you wrap your head around a few key pillars to a successful email marketing program. Next on the list, quick wins for e-commerce success. I love this episode because it gives you actionable things you can do right now, like today, to see an immediate increase in revenue. And you guys loved it too. It's one of my top downloaded episodes and I regularly get DMs from you telling me you tried one of the tactics and it worked. And there are two that stand out in particular. The first being to raise your free shipping thresholds and the second to resend your emails to people who didn't open them the first time. Now, when it comes to your free shipping threshold, I want you to think of that as a tool. It's a tool to increase your average order value. So if your average order value is currently 50 bucks, but your free shipping threshold is $50 or below, then you're probably leaving money on the table. There are a few other things you need to consider when setting this new threshold, and I go deeper into them on episode four, but essentially you want it to be a few bucks higher so the customer is encouraged to add at least one more item to their cart in order to qualify. And just the other day, someone let me know they recently raised theirs and their AOV has increased by $6. Now, $6 doesn't sound like a lot on its own, but it adds up. And even if you only have 100 orders a week, that's an additional $600 a week or $2,400 a month in revenue. Not too shabby. And then, of course, resending your emails to those who didn't open it the first time. You hear me talk about this constantly. And this is great for your evergreen or non-time sensitive emails and definitely during your promotional periods. Next up, number three, which is my intro to SEO. That's episode number six. The feedback I got in this one was that I finally made it easier to understand what the hell SEO actually is and that it felt more attainable and less scary, that it wasn't just reserved for the big guys. The main takeaway from that episode is how you think about and approach SEO. Remember, it is just the process of making it easier for search engines to serve up answers to a searcher's query. That's it. And once you guys understood that SEO is just a partnership between you and the search engine, it made you realize that it wasn't nearly as cryptic a process as it seems. Sure, there are some advanced strategies that big SEO firms use and some technical things that the average small e-com business isn't going to be able to do, but that doesn't mean you can't see results. In fact, I worked with a client last year on her SEO, and she's now ranking on page one for at least 12 non-branded keywords, all specific to her top-selling product. And her organic traffic has increased like 240%. 26% of her overall revenue is coming directly from organic search. And then 20% of that is coming just from her top selling category. That's where they're landing. And that's coming from those 12 non-branded keywords I mentioned. It's a lot of revenue. And here's the thing. We didn't do the fancy stuff. 
We just optimized her website so Google could understand what she was selling and help her potential customers find her. You can totally do this too. All right, on to the next one. Episode 17, all the Google tools and what they do. I got so much awesome feedback on this episode. This is where I break down Google Analytics, Google Search Console, Google Merchant Center, and all the other Google tools that are out there for e-commerce businesses. I walk you through what each of those tools do and when you might want to start incorporating them into your business because all tools are not for everyone. There's no good synopsis I can provide just in this episode, so definitely go back and listen to that one in its entirety. Now, these next two were guest episodes. The first one being episode 20, The Power of the Pre-Launch and Thriving in a Crowded Market with Jessica Principe of All Girl Shave Club. Jessica is a former client turned biz friend and the first guest I had on the show. She shared her story of launching her subscription box and how she handled big VC-funded players entering the women's razor space. And there were two main takeaways from this episode. One being that if you build it, they will not come. Jessica talks us through everything she did to build a list of warm buyers who wanted to buy her product and how she uses those same strategies now for promotions and stuff in her business four years later. The second, that there's room for everyone. And while she may have spent a day or so crying on the couch thinking her business was going to be over when these new players entered the space, she figured out that she could carve out her own space in her niche and continue to thrive. It's such a good story and an absolute must listen. Fifth on the list was episode 26, Three Things Entrepreneurs Should Do Every Day to Maximize Sales. My guest, Rishi Rawit, is a conversion extraordinaire, and he talked to us about the importance of always working on and improving our story to sell our products. Plus, he gives an amazing permission slip at the end of the episode. I'm not going to tell you what it is. You're just going to have to go and listen. Next up is actually two episodes. They're both related to email marketing ideas. I broke it up over two episodes and I just kind of grouped them together. So one was for non-salesy email ideas and one was for product-focused email ideas. It's episodes number 31 and 32. And in each of these, I essentially give you email prompts and some examples of what you can send to your list right now. In fact, there are enough email ideas in there that you can just cycle through them on a quarterly basis. So that's episode 31 and 32. Number eight on the list is episode 41, setting and accomplishing goals like an e-commerce badass. You guys really loved this episode and the biggest feedback I got was that it really made you think about what you wanted your business to look like, helped you take a step back and get out of the overwhelm so you could figure out your best next steps and really focus your intention on the things that matter. As entrepreneurs, we naturally feel like we need to do all the things all the time. But usually when we do this, we end up accomplishing less than if we just focused on one thing at a time. And in this episode, I also help you figure out how to know what to focus on and when. And I think I'm going to go listen to this one again myself to for a little reminder. It's so much easier for me to do for others than it is for myself. Number nine on the list. 
episode 44, how to create an email marketing calendar. I also did a live video about this in the e-commerce badassery Facebook group where I show you visually how the template that I use looks and how I would plug things in. The replay is still there if you haven't seen it. And if you're not already a member, just click the link in the show notes to join, but make sure you answer all the questions. Otherwise you don't get in. So in this episode, I walk you through my step-by-step process of how I build out an email marketing calendar for someone. So instead of scrambling at the last minute thinking, shit, I have to send an email, you can sit down and map out 30 to 90 days in advance. And what's really cool about this process is it's going to fill up your calendar way faster than you even think. It's a simple three-step process. First, you start with your important dates. Then you reverse engineer when you need to launch things around those dates. And then you fill in the holes with value-added content. Super simple, right? If you take that process and then use the email ideas I give you in episodes 31 and 32, you could literally map out the entire year if you wanted to. And the last episode in the best of roundup is, drumroll please, episode 48, are you focused on the wrong things in your e-commerce business? This was definitely a tough love episode, and while it didn't necessarily include tips and tricks you could use to see a direct ROI in your business, it was definitely one of the most impactful overall. This was one of those episodes where you messaged me saying things like, I feel like you were speaking directly to me and, oh, I needed to hear this. This is where I strip everything down to the basics based on where you are at in your business. Yes, I talk a lot about optimization and email marketing and segmentation all the time, but depending upon where you are, sometimes no amount of optimization is going to help you. And I also remind you that you can't always listen to the people around you if they're not the right people. There are a lot of nuggets to take away from that episode, so definitely take a listen. It's also one of those episodes you might want to go back to every once in a while for a little kick in the butt when you need it. Oh, and one more thing. I couldn't end this episode without giving an honorable mention to episode 49, Increasing Your E-Commerce Revenue with Cross-Sells and Upsells. It's pretty self-explanatory, but I break down how to decide which products to cross-sell and the best ways to implement them depending on where you're at in your business. So there you have it. The best bits of the E-Commerce Badassery podcast so far. I can't wait to hear your feedback if you go and listen to new ones or if you go back and re-listen to older ones and maybe now you could be a year further into your business, right? And just kind of have a different perspective of what you hear. So I can't wait to hear your feedback. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Stay tuned, of course, for tons more value coming at you this year on the e-commerce badassery podcast, and I will see you on the flip side. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.